Welcome to the Clear Money Mindset, Christmas edition. This episode has become a bit of a tradition around here at Davies Financial Sterling Mutuals. So this episode will feature our largest panel of guests ever to be on the podcast at once. Um, we have our whole office staff here today. Uh, first up, Alicia Davies, my wife. Welcome. Andrea Abedinovich, back <laughs> from that leave. Hello, hello. <laughs> Melissa Robinson, joining us. Hello. And uh, everyone should know Victoria McFadden. Uh, hi. <laughs> She's decided to join us again. Still working here. <laughs> For now. <laughs> yeah, speaking of Christmas surprises, we wanted to make an announcement right on the podcast. You know, I'm kidding. Gonna start the podcast off with a few Christmas dad jokes that ChatGPT helped us with. So if they're not funny, blame the AIs. It's not my fault. Um, so uh, you you guys can see if you can come up with the answers for these. Uh, why did Why did Santa go to therapy? Because he had too many claustrophobic issues. Uh-huh. <laughs> Grown. What do you do, or sorry, what do you call a snowman with a sense of humor? I don't like this one. A jolly good fellow. I I think ChatGPT could have done better there. Um, why was the Christmas tree so bad at sewing? Dropped all its needles. Ah, uh, it kept uh... dropping its needles. Um. <laughs> What do you call Santa when he loses his pants? <laughs> Santa? <laughs> I have a hard time saying this out loud. Saint Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> um, why was the turkey at the Christmas party so popular? It had it had the drumsticks. <laughs> Get on. <laughs> what do you call an elf who sings? A rapper. Why did the ornament go to school? It, it wanted to be brighter. Isn't that? It's not sweet. Like a Swarovski crystal. Exactly. <laughs> Shining like a star. Why did Santa's helper see the doctor? I've heard this one before. It's because he had low alpha steam. Oh. <laughs> You've heard it before and you still told that? <laughs> I thought it. we had to fill 20 minutes. What do you want? All right. So we are going to go through a few things today on the podcast. Some weird Christmas facts. Some Christmas spending facts. And that's about it. So before we go through that... Uh, Anybody have any big plans this year for Christmas? Anything out of the ordinary? Nothing out of the ordinary, but we're going to have baby's first Christmas, so that's exciting. That'll be cool. Nice. Another baby around the table, which is always fun. Andrea had a baby boy. Yes. So that's pretty exciting. Anybody else doing anything special out of the ordinary? Looking forward to having a new kitchen for Christmas this year. Nice. Had a little bit of a flood situation, but it's finally uh, <laughs> finally calmed down. <laughs> it's 
nice to be home. <laughs> so you'll be home for Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So some weird Christmas facts. Uh, we found a bunch. We scoured the internet. It took us minutes of our time to do this. <laughs> so we were working really hard. Um, maybe Andrea will have you start off with some funny Christmas facts that you may not have known before today. Well, we always have to have something about eggnog. It wouldn't be it. Davy's financial Christmas <laughs> podcast without it. I know not all of us love it, but some of us do. Uh, so eggnog has been around since the Middle Ages, close to the uh, millennium ago. People drank something called posset, made with milk, eggs, alcohol, and figs. And centuries later, when European uh, Europeans colonized the Americas, it became associated with Christmas and earned its modern name, eggnog. Nice. Jingle Bells made the Guinness Book of World Records as the first song played, played in outer space. On 16 December 1965, Jingle Bells made history as the first song to be played in outer space. NASA broadcast it as part of its Gemini 6A space flight. At that time, the song was already more than 100 years old, having been written in 1857. Wow. Interesting. I would have thought Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> that would have been a great one to play. Up there. <laughs> okay, I have British law forbids people to go to church on Christmas Day in a vehicle. Is there any other way to get there? <laughs> An old British law states that everyone is required to attend church on Christmas Day and that they must go on foot. However, the law has not been observed for centuries, so there is no need to worry about being picked up by a policeman on Christmas Day. Oh, I wonder if you can take like a sleigh or something that's a little Ooh, more festive. Yes. Um, in Ukraine and Poland, spiders are Christmas decorations. Ooh. Families in Poland... Families in Poland and Ukraine decorate their Christmas trees with spiders, but for different reasons. In Ukraine, it's a nod to the legend about a spider helping a widow and her children. While in Poland, it is to honor the tale that a spider wove a swaddle for the infant Jesus. Oh. <laughs> you can't different. see everyone's face in here, but they're not down for this. <laughs> Never thought of hanging a web on the tree. Well, speaking of Jingle Bells, not only was it played in space, but it wasn't always a Christmas carol. Jingle Bells might be one of the most famous Christmas carols globally, but it was not always associated with Christmas. When it was composed in the 1850s, it was called One Horse Open Sleigh and associated with American Thanksgiving. Hmm. Who knew? It's a much better Christmas carol. I can't I so. imagine sitting around the table at Thanksgiving singing See? Jingle Bells yeah. together. But you could with Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Universal. All, all holidays. <laughs> so, if you had to guess, how, um, or what would be the most expensive Christmas card in the world sold for? Do we have any guesses? Is it gold plated or something? I don't know, but it is in pounds, so I'll give you oh. that clue. Hmm. 
I could not venture to guess. All right. <laughs> not from the Dollarama. Well, no. <laughs> they were starting to get to be up there, so I don't know. Uh, 20,000 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. The Guinness Book of World Records shows the most expensive Christmas card ever sold at an auction went for a whopping 20,000 pounds. The card was a historical relic from the from 1843, part of a hand-colored collection by John Callet Horsley. Only a thousand cards were made and are considered the first Christmas cards in history. It sold at an auction in 2001, one of the only 12 surviving cards of the collection. So, before turkey was popular, the English had an interesting Christmas dinner tradition. These days, turkey is the tradition, or sorry, the traditional main course for Christmas dinner. However, before a roast bird came to be popular, you were more likely to find a pig's head with mustard on an English table on Christmas. Ugh. Mustard? Ugh, that's I disgusting. <laughs> I get the brain. I can imagine the fights at the Christmas table for the different pieces of pig head. I always thought that was just decoration, but yeah. I've seen some other recipes on some of those older <laughs> cooking show things. And the pink hat at the baby's house that Christmas <laughs> usually has like a Santa hat or something on it. <laughs> Would anyone here like to live in a life-size gingerbread house? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the world's largest gingerbread house was life-sized. According to Guinness Book of World Records, the largest gingerbread house ever built was size of a real house. It was 1,110 square meters and 3.07 meters tall. The building took place in 2013 in Texas, USA as a charity fundraiser for a hospital. Hmm. Sign That's me a lot up. of icing. I wonder <laughs> yeah. if they do weekly rentals on Airbnb because you're really taking a strong, solid chance on that, right? I mean, like, that would like, be an experience. Yeah. Like, I wonder if there's like Is a d- damaged deposit or something in there. No eating the walls. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the world's smallest Christmas card can't be seen with the naked eye. In 2010, the nanotechnology item at the University of Glasgow made a Christmas card so small that it could fit into a standard or a standard card half a million times. It is too small to be seen with the naked eye. Despite this, its makers said it only took them 30 minutes to make. I'd like to know what it said. It's actually the same size as the card I got you. You can't even see it. All right, the word mistletoe has unpleasant origins. <laughs> so catch this. Uh, kissing under the mistletoe might be a romantic tradition, but the name itself really isn't as charming. The word means little dung twig. Ooh. You heard that right, <laughs> little dung twig, because the plant is propaga- <laughs> propagated through bird droppings. Birds eat the colorful berries, then replant them in the ground, so to speak. So, whenever you're thinking of kissing under the mistletoe, uh, it's associated with uh, bird dung. So, I hope that makes... It that much more special. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Still better than eggnog. Last one. uh, Japan. I think we've heard this one before. I don't... We might have actually mentioned it last year, but I can't remember, and hopefully neither does our audience. Um, (laughs) They're not listening. (laughs) It's tradition to have KFC for dinner. Um, The practice is so widespread that many families have to put in their orders as much as two months in advance to make sure they have 
dinner on Christmas Day. So if you care about Christmas and you want to be home for the holidays and you live in Japan, don't work at KFC. <laughs> so those are some interesting facts about the holiday season. Um, stats can, I know we're all uh, really anxious to hear some boring financial stats, but they have updated their Christmas spending stats and projections for 2023. And they say that uh, you can say higher or lower if you want. They say Canadians are planning to spend an average of $1,347 this holiday season. Does that surprise you to be high or would you have thought it was, was uh, more? That seems low. Yeah, that seems yeah. low. From what Depends. I've heard. Is that on one child or what do they have? Whoa, for... whoa, I don't want to be your kid. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Most Canadians overspent during the holiday season last year with only 2% sticking to or budget or spending less than their budget. And seven Canadians last year said that they overspent their budget by more than $1,000 in the month of December. Canadians from Generation X are likely to spend the most during 2023 holiday season. Generation X, what age group is that? Somebody... I think that's us. No. Oh. Uh, it, well, <laughs> speak for yourself. I'm I know. I'm, I'm, I'm a millennial. <laughs> Generation X. Let's see. Uh, 1965 to 1980. Oh, so that's definitely 43 to 58. So people older than us. It's good to definitely be there, Definitely a kids. lot older. <laughs> <laughs> so they're overspending? They're, they're yeah. likely to spend the most. Oh. Yeah. Mm. So maybe there's some grandparents in that category. Yeah, I think so. Um, almost a third of Canadians are planning to spend less on gifts this year than they did last year. Not a surprise with inflation and the cost of everything being high. And hey, you know what? It might not be a bad idea for us to remember Christmas is about more than gifts. And what better way of remembering that than having less to open? <laughs> right? There you go. <laughs> Half of Canadians are spending less on travel during the 20. 23 holiday season than the year before, but Canadians spent slightly more on entertainment in 2021 compared to before the pandemic. That's actually surprising to me. It's not to me, I think, oh, because yeah. people wanted to do, I don't know. They, they had wanted, to get out. Yeah, they needed things to they do once they were allowed to get time. out. So, same with travel, I feel. Like yeah. 2022, I think that. People are up and mm -hmm. trying to get out. Yep. Post-pandemic, Canadian consumers' spending on themselves is up from 2020, but not to the level before the pandemic. So we're spending less on ourselves, more than in 2020, but not as much as we were. The, amount, the amounts Canadians spend on family and friends are almost back to pre-pandemic levels. Well, that's good news. <laughs> um, you just get less for it when you spend it. That's right. Mm -hmm. And almost two-thirds of Canadian consumers say they're likely to show loyalty to Canadian brands during the holidays. Do you guys find that's true? Are you trying to find things that are Canadian or are you just trying to find things that are 
less expensive. I don't think I go out of my way, but I definitely like when I find something, I I appreciate it more. I'm like, well, this is nice. It was, you know, made in Canada or made in North America. We like I like the local business thing where yeah. you can like. There's so many great little craft shows, but like there's great services and restaurants and stuff like that that we can always like support. So even though it's not like official made in Canada tag, it's like, well, this restaurant is made in Canada because you just made it for me and now I don't have to cook dinner during the holidays, right? True. Bad news is though, after Christmas, there's two holidays that come up that uh, we're not spending as much on. Valentine's Day, it was down. 13% 13% in 2022. And uh, half of Canadians plan to spend... I don't know where they get this from. They plan to spend less than $50 on Easter celebrations. They just hmm. haven't seen the price of pork. <laughs> They'll spend more <laughs> eventually uh, once they get there. Um, couple of things. I We mentioned a few of these last year, so I'm only going to grab a couple of them. But... billion gets spent on food and beverages during the Christmas season. That's a lot. That's not a surprise, though. Yeah. Not a surprise. It's... it's, Eating is huge. Yeah. Over the holidays. Um, $459 million on televisions and audio and Mm -hmm. video equipment. So... Boxing Day sales. Lots of people Mm -hmm. buying the big screen. Mm -hmm. Holiday lights... StatsCan didn't give us the amount people spend on holiday lights, but they have let us know that 41% of the population have now reported using LED lights. That's because that's mostly all you can buy. Do you have an option? I don't think you do. (laughs) There's not many. Yeah. I mean, like, the nice thing about those old ones is that they melted the snow when they, like, landed it on the side of your house. (laughs) But, like, I don't know if that's a good thing. Who likes... Who eats uh, cranberries at Christmas? Anybody? I do. Yep. Um, no? Cranberry bliss bars. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, in Canada, uh, we produced 175,000 tons of cranberries in 2016 with a farm gate value of $135 million. It's a lot of cranberries. So there you have it. That's an... Updated spending forecast from StatsCan with a few things thrown in on what we actually spend during Christmas. So that brings us to the end of our Christmas podcast. So we want to say Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of our clients, their family and friends, and anyone who might be listening to this podcast. And uh, from all of our staff family here at davies financial we just want to thank you for working with us thank you for listening to the podcast and thanks a lot to our staff for uh, working so hard this year to make our clients experience with us amazing merry christmas everybody merry christmas This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be taken as legal, financial, or professional advice. The opinions expressed are those of the participants and are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions of Sterling Mutuals, Inc. Mutual funds and ETFs provided through Sterling Mutuals, Inc. Commissions, trailing commissions, management fees, and expenses all may be associated with mutual fund investments. 
Please read the fun facts before investing. Mutual funds are not guaranteed. Their values change frequently and past performance may not be repeated. Thank you.